When we talk about confidence, when we talk about being able to move through this world with a decisive, rooted, strong connection, it is always about being able to hold space for yourself, being able to value that space enough to protect it. And we learn at a very early age how to give people what they want to avoid the pain of disappointment, to avoid the pain of conflict. And this turns into a vicious cycle of overgiving, overanalyzing our way through life deconditioning your mind from the ingrained responses to please other people is a process of getting to know yourself. It is in the true knowing and in the true understanding that you connected to yourself, grounded in yourself, holding space for yourself is the most powerful thing that could ever be. Your authenticity is your magic. But you're awakening already. Right, it's already happening. That's why you're here and why you're listening. Nothing is broken in your world. Nothing needs to be changed. Nothing needs to be different. And yet everything is constantly changing because it is the inevitable nature of that which is eternal. What I've come to realize in this endless searching for answers is that there really are not. If you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, then, then what do you have? You have an act, right? Instead of a life. Hello everyone and welcome back to Figuring Shit Out. I am Vanessa Fontana, I'm your host, and if you're new here, Figuring Shit Out is a collective undertaking of self-help coming of age and finding and healing yourself in a world of flux. It is meant to help you deepen and expand the most important relationship you'll ever have, that with yourself, and it is built upon the premise of knowing that we will be on an endless journey of figuring shit out for the rest of our lives, but if you spend your whole life trying to get an act together, then you don't have a life. You have an act. So it is meant to help you empower yourself to live the journey of your life and feel a connectedness as you do it. This episode is going to be a quiet note on reclaiming your power, building your confidence, and really stepping into the mindset that will bring you closest to your aligned self. This episode is part of the December mini-series, a short collection of shorter episodes put together to end this year with a bit of a bang as I prepare for season two of Figuring Shit Out, which will be coming in January of 2024. If you would like updates on the podcast, the relaunch, and all of the things, the really exciting things that are going to come along with that, make sure you follow the Figuring Shit Out Instagram, which is linked down below, as well as my personal Instagram, where I post updates. If you need a little bit more Figuring Shit Out in a shorter form content, feel free to follow my TikTok, Butterfly Fountain, linked down below. And if you're a frequent listener of Figuring Shit Out, please rate the show on your preferred streaming platform. Tell me what you thought about this episode down below or any other episode that you found resonant. Feel free to reach out to me over those socials and let me know your thoughts and how Figuring Shit Out has helped you this year and what you want to see in 2024 because I'm putting that all together right now and it feels really good to step into the alignment of planning and launching and dreaming and all of those beautiful things. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. This episode is going to cover confidence in reclaiming your power when you've been giving your power away in ways you may not know, such as people-pleasing and signs you may be abandoning your needs to please others, giving your power away, and how to counteract that with 
aligning with the energy of confidence, which may not be what you really think it is. We're going to talk about how your authenticity to yourself is truly magic and it is what creates a magnetic energy, how beauty is not what we see physically, but how your beauty really shines through the energy that you're able to hold for yourself and how to hold that energy for yourself, as well as how to overcome the perceptions of other people as part of your behavior, how to stop letting that control you by understanding the knowing that nothing is personal. This episode should serve as a true confirmation and affirmation that when you take time for yourself, pour back into yourself, that really shines outwards into the world. And the end of the episode will have some guiding questions for you to really sit with and ask yourself during this time as we end the year and we think about what we want to release and also bring into the new year. When we talk about confidence, when we talk about being able to move through this world with a decisive, rooted, strong connection. It is always about being able to hold space for yourself and being able to value that space enough to protect it. For a lot of intuitive, empathetic people, people-pleasing tendencies first develop as a form of self-protection. We can feel and pick up on other people's disapproval, their judgments, their criticism. We can feel and pick up on when something is wrong, the most subtle notes and nuances of the things that are around us and where something might go wrong so that we can then be peaceful and fix it. And we learn at a very early age how to give people what they want to avoid the pain of disappointment, to avoid the pain of conflict. And this turns into a vicious cycle of overgiving, overachieving, and overanalyzing our way through life. And so to learn how to go forth into your life and the new year ahead with a really grounded sense of boundary knowing in yourself, a really deeply felt connection to who you want to be, and an empowered ability to align yourself with who that is. And you cannot think about who that is if you are people-pleasing, if you are repeatedly forgiving people who refuse to change, not expressing your feelings when you are upset, saying yes to others when you are at full capacity, not standing up for yourself when people are disrespectful, being passive with your concerns and issues, being a crutch for others when you are burned out, always apologizing first during conflict because you can't stand that others are upset with you, being everyone's support system but your own, agreeing to plans when you know that you need to rest, and ridding yourself of the guilt in outdated feelings that you've been used to for your life, knowing that you do not need to please everyone to feel that you belong, learning that a no for other people and other things is a yes for you, knowing that you matter too, and learning how to differentiate kindness versus that people-pleasing. Kindness is being able to say no when you are at your limit or need a break because you know that in order to show up for other people, you have to show up for yourself and you will not be able to give other people your full presence if you haven't given that to yourself, whereas people-pleasing is saying yes and then feeling regret and resentment later. It's a vicious cycle of seeking validation and keeping feelings on the inside because you fear shame, you fear judgment, you fear feeling guilty and making things worse, allowing harmful behavior in order to not lose someone's love 
which in turn warps your definition of love and denying your reality or taking on someone else's as the truth without asking yourself what is your truth feeling like you need to fix or rescue someone because they need you knowing that you need you I'm learning this more and more that when other people say no or cancel plans on me or say, you know, I really don't have it in me tonight, I feel such a sense of gratitude that they are able to know what they need enough to tell me. And my response is always a sense of gratitude that they're showing up for themselves, but also sometimes a true mirror to look inwards and ask myself, when was the last time I said no to something? When was the last time I even checked with myself to see if I wanted to do this thing or did I just mold into the conditioned behavior that I have practiced for my whole life and done what I thought I should do? other than what I want to do. And it's put a big spotlight and a big mirror on this. At the end of the day, the behaviors that we've had that have hurt us, we have to stop looking at them as self-destructive habits and self-betrayal and self-abandonment because while they could be considered those things, that's so harsh. We have to start looking at them as attempts to cope with life and stay alive that were born at a time where we needed to call upon those defense mechanisms in order to survive. And so with that in mind, knowing that these things were born out of a desire to keep peace in your life, keep peace with yourself, does that affect your ability to be compassionate with yourself now, to reorient and restructure what peace means for you, what love looks like for you, what grace and kindness and confidence and joy looks like for you learning to take up space learning to set boundaries learning to own who you are and not apologize for it learning to be excited to say yes instead of terrified to what lights you up because you know that you are worthy of what you want what I've learned about confidence and what I've learned about holding your space, holding yourself, believing in yourself, is that it always seems like less is more. It always seems that people who hold their space, their energy in a way of true elegance and true rootedness, there is an air about those people that says, I don't need you to like me. There is an air about them that just says that they're okay taking up space, says that they deserve it, says that they are unapologetic about how they are, whether that is being very, very talkative and extroverted in some cases, or deciding to be more of an observer and being silent. The thing about confidence is that it is not always tied to being extroverted. It's not always tied to being loud and talkative and being able to catch all of the attention all of the time. That's not necessarily confidence. Sometimes that is actually insecurity that's masked as confidence in a need to obtain and get attention and validation to feel validated. So when we think about confidence and what it actually is, it is a quiet energy that 
allows for holding space, allows for the things that need to be said to be said when they should be said. It allows for a knowing. That is what confidence is. It is a deep-rooted knowing. It is a holding of your space. It is being able to move a little bit slower, find the time to find your words, to allow conversations to be a two-way street of listening, receiving, and then responding instead of reacting to the other person. Not thinking about what you're going to say, not coming up with something that you want to respond with, but creating space for it to find you because you know that it will, because you know who you are. It is that knowing. It's a power in your energy to hold that energy in whatever way feels most right and aligned to you. And the way that you find your way to that confidence, to that connectedness is by strengthening your connection with yourself. You have to decide that your peace matters more than other people's peace. And if you've been a people pleaser for a long time, it's not going to be easy because so many of your behaviors and conditioned responses are automatic. And it's time to start really spending time with yourself, connecting with yourself and observing the way that your impulsed behavior presents in relationships. Asking yourself when you respond if that is actually authentic to you or if that was a response geared to please another person or be what that other person wanted to hear. Non-judgmentally really surveying where in your life you are not connected to your authentic self and where you are pretending. And sometimes I feel like being introverted is really... A beautiful thing, truly, but also I think that a lot of the introverted people in this world have learned how to be safe with themselves and don't necessarily feel safe to be themselves around other people or they feel safe to be introverted by themselves, but they don't feel safe to be introverted around other people and therefore they don't want to be around other people. And I think that that type of introversion sometimes comes from being drained of social batteries when we're out and doing things and around people. And I had a really long period of time where I really identified with being an introvert and I really felt so drained of my social battery and energy when I was around people that I needed several days to recoup after being at a party or being in a social gathering. And I realized after I had left that place of my life where I was around those specific people that it wasn't that I was having a really low social battery and that's just who I was but that it was that those people didn't make me feel safe and I didn't feel safe around them and it felt like I had to almost cover myself up or extend other energy in order to hide who I was because I didn't feel accepted and I didn't feel aligned and therefore when I was in these situations, of course it was draining because I was pretending. I was taking up all this energy to be someone that I wasn't. So I think really surveying, you know, the relationships, the connections in your life and how they make you feel and which ones make you feel most aligned and connected to yourself, which ones make you feel light and give you the space to share, give you the space to be yourself, give you the space 
space for non-judgment, but also seeing where in your life you have the impulse to pretend or put on a show or put on an act and then deciding not to. When we put our needs and feelings aside and say yes when we don't want to, all that does is build resentment and it builds guilt and we feel really stifled and we get all anxious with our energy because our energy isn't aligned with what we want. So at the end of the day, like your authenticity is your magic. Your unique ability to speak the words in the way that you can speak them with the voice that you were given with the words that you know call to you and make you feel connected in whatever medium of art that you practice and whatever you do in this life, your magic is you. Your magic is not copied and pasted from trying to figure out how to be confident or how to look confident in the public. It is in the true knowing and in the true understanding that you connected to yourself, grounded in yourself, holding space for yourself is the most powerful thing that could ever be. And it doesn't come with a long list of things that you have to do in order to appear confident. And when you're able to hold your space, when you're able to connect with yourself, you're able to connect with other people a lot more. If you've ever struggled to make eye contact with other people, if you've ever struggled to really hold space for conversation without anxiety and had social anxiety, then it's usually because you are scared to be seen, because you fear being judged, criticized. It is a hypervigilance to other people's reactions and perceptions of you, and it's causing you to hide yourself, and it is pushing you away from your authentic connection to yourself. What I've learned about people-pleasing and trying to make other people happy is that you never will. And nothing at the end of the day is personal. When someone doesn't like you, it's not personal. When someone judges you, it's not personal. When someone is rude to you or mean to you, it's not personal. But if you look at other people's non-personal judgments of you, which are really just projections of their own insecurities projected at you because they're unable to see or face it, then you are going to be subject to a volatility of validation that never ends, never ceases. And every time you decide or choose to make someone else's opinion of you personal or matter more than your opinion of yourself, the more you move away from your authentic self, from your authentic knowing. You disconnect yourself from the piece of you that has always been there, the piece of you that is always there. And when you have that connection to yourself, you are light. You are glowing with an energy of radiance. And you probably already are, but you just don't see it and you haven't been able to fully turn it on and embody it. Beauty is not about what you look like. And I know that that can sound trite and that that can sound like an old age phenomenon when we live in a world of beauty standards. But have you ever met someone who wasn't conventionally attractive, but just moved differently? And the jokes that they told were just really funny and their charisma spoke so loudly about them that they became attractive. You couldn't take your eyes off of them. They were just so magnetic, even though they may just be like any other person had they not had that energy, right? We've all met those people. Now, have you ever met someone who is beautiful, physically perfect, but had a terrible, terrible energy about them, a meanness, a air of judgment and superiority and a disconnectedness from everything that was around them, and suddenly their beauty was worth nothing? Yes, exactly. Exactly. This is my point. 
your magnetism is not about what you look like because what you look like will transform with radiance and beaming, bright, glowing, loving energy when you feel connected to that beaming, bright, loving energy, when you are honest and true to your authentic self. Allowing yourself to change, allowing yourself to meet the newest version of you every time you shed another layer of trauma or conditioning or hurt or toxic behavior because as you let go of those things your likes and dislikes and perspectives and interests will shift transformation is a natural part of life as you travel to a greater sense of self-awareness happiness peace and non-competition with the world around you that is such a big part of true confidence true reclaiming of your power is knowing that Everyone has access to their own power and yours is going to look different than other people's. We all have our own manifestations of the way that we connect to ourselves and the way that that speaks to the world around us. But at the end of the day, it is all the same. We are all here together and we all have the same ability to love, to cause pain, to feel pain, to lose, to have success, to create success. We are not different. No one is above you. No one is beneath you. We are all born with the same amount of stuff and we all come in with the same amount of stuff. So when you know that, you know that the collection of confidence that you see in another person is available to you at any time or moment, just in the knowing that you are allowed to be where you are because you are where you are. You are allowed to feel what you are feeling. You are allowed to drop into presence and not overthink every move or moment that you create. You are allowed to be there. Confidence is not, they will like me. Confidence is knowing you'll be fine if they don't like you. Knowing that people aren't going to like you. In the words of Dita Von Teese, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world and there's still going to be someone who hates peaches. There's still going to be someone who's allergic to peaches. You are not for everyone. You are not meant for everyone. And if you live your life trying to please everyone, then you're going to live a life of a lot of struggle and a lot of disappointment. Do you know how powerful you are? Do you know the influence that your energy has in a room? If you've been wanting to learn a new language, connect with your family heritage, Rosetta Stone might be perfect for you. It is the most trusted language learning app available on desktop or as an app, and it is truly immersive in the language you want to learn. It's been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, with fast language acquisition and speech recognition as a built-in feature to give you feedback on your pronunciation like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, Figuring Shit Out listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. You are able to influence the energy of every single place you walk into by deciding that you are not going to adapt to it, but you're going to hold your own. And that doesn't mean not reading the room or going above and beyond your authenticity to be inappropriate in times that aren't perhaps appropriate. It just means not abandoning yourself to stoop down to the energy of other people because you are so aligned with your peace and your priority for peace that you know you're going to be okay no matter what. 
I talked about this with Naya Jones on my first guest episode on how to take the bet on yourself and follow your calling and overcome self-doubt in order to live a life that is authentic to you and truly create a life that is authentic and you feel content with. And what we spoke about was that when you go and you start something, you are going to be criticized always, whether it's a podcast, whether it's creating a business, whether it's writing a book or pursuing music or acting or whatever it is, you are going to be judged. Expect to be judged. However, the people who are judging you are sitting on the sidelines. The people who are projecting their own insecurities and fears at you are simply doing that because they don't have the wherewithal to feel that fear themselves and do the things that they want to do anyways. And all you got to do in those situations is send them compassion and send them love and hope that they find that connectedness to themselves. But if you allow their projections to come into you and control you, then you are one of them. You will never hate yourself into loving yourself. You will never change from a place of resistance, from a place of resentment to who you are. You can only blossom when you are able to accept all of you, all of the parts of you that you created in order to survive in a world that was too harsh for you and decide that you are stronger now to not only survive, but to thrive in an environment that you get to create. And when you are able to validate your own pain, your own experiences, and step into the knowing that you get to decide what comes next for you, it is a beautiful, wonderful thing. When you're able to take your time and move slow with your words, with your energy, with your actions, when you're able to pause when someone asks if you can do something for them and ask yourself first, do I have the space for this? It is a true act of self-love. Self-love, confidence, knowing yourself all comes from showing up for yourself. It comes from making promises to yourself that you can keep, promises that you're not going to overextend anymore and that you're going to do better. You're going to try to connect with yourself every day and figure out how you're feeling and figure out what you need before you go into this world. You're going to create space to have joy in your life, joy that you get to create and joy that others can create with you if they feel aligned to you. It means waking up when you say you're going to wake up. It means going for a walk when you say you're going to go for a walk because you know it'll make you feel really good. It means calling up a friend that you haven't talked to in a while because you know that you'll laugh with them and you just want to send some love and receive some love. It means prioritizing feeling good over prioritizing pleasing other people. And I've noticed this so much in my life recently when I am feeling good, how quickly we can just conform to the energy of other people in order to feel connected to them, in order to adapt to their world and their environment. And I did that for so much of my life. But lately, when I'm feeling good, I'm so aware of it. And I'm so connected to the connection to myself. And I want to pause myself and say, maybe it's not so much feeling good because feeling good isn't always the thing that we are. And sometimes we're just at where we are at. But whenever I'm feeling anything... It is my goal and priority to give myself the space to feel that and allow myself to connect with the larger alignment that I know to be true for myself. So that means when I'm feeling good and I'm feeling aligned, that I'm holding myself there, even if the person that I'm around isn't aligned. 
Because the more that you hold yourself there, the more that you quietly know that that is where you're supposed to be, the more that that gives that other person the ability to join you where you are instead of stooping down to their level and losing the energy that you've cultivated and that you've held yourself in, you are able to actually uplift people and bring them with you on your rise. And the people who don't want to come with you, they're not for you. It's about valuing that authenticity to yourself over the attachments that you have. They're both painful in their own way because life is inextricably tied to a sense of suffering and attachment and pain. That's a natural, inevitable part of life, but pain allows things to transmute into light. It allows old things to become new things. It allows transformation to take place. So you have to decide what pain do you want? What struggle do you want? If life is hard, then what is your hard? Is it abandoning yourself and not being authentic to who you are, not even finding out who that is, to maintain connections in your life that are simply based on maybe codependent attachments that aren't serving you anymore? Or would you rather choose your hard to be being authentic to yourself, standing up for yourself, being so rooted in yourself that you are willing to let people go who do not align with you, knowing that if they are meant for you, they will come back knowing that if they are meant for you, they will find you, knowing that by letting go, you create space for new things to come in that now you are aligned with. Allow yourself to be imperfect. Allow yourself to be human. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Allow yourself to be wrong. Allow yourself to love boldly and brightly. Allow yourself to be passionate and talk about what lights you up without looking to see if anyone else is just as excited as you are. Allow your joy to be felt by you and see who connects to that and then share joy with other people. But don't look for joy in other people. Don't look for other people's approval or validation that it's okay and safe to feel good and happy and joyful in order for you to do that. Deconditioning your mind from the ingrained responses to please other people is a process of getting to know yourself. It is a process of understanding who you are at your core. What is your authentic self? What makes you happy? What did you do when you were a kid that lit your heart up with joy? What is the most playful version of you in your life? and connecting to that part of you. And then asking yourself truly, how are you feeling in your life right now? Who is making you feel good? Who is adding love and peace and value to your life? And who is not? And then asking yourself, what type of connections do you want in this life? What do you want to feel when you have relationships with other people? What type of friends do you want? What type of best friend do you want? What type of relationship do you want? What type of relationship to the world do you want? What type of relationship to yourself do you want? Because everyone is a mirror and a projection of us and ourselves. And usually when we crave or want something in other people, it is because we haven't given it to ourselves. It's doing the self-discovery and spending the time alone that is so safe and connected and letting yourself be wild and free and telling yourself that it's okay to hold that space in the world as well. And then showing up every day, even if you have to create an alter ego that you step into until that's who you truly become and feel connected to. It's about holding that vision of the future and every day deciding that you are going to choose you. And so as we close out this year, I want you to really sit with 
all of the evolutions of yourself that have been present in 2023. Connect to your experience of evolution and send every version of yourself love and then ask yourself, what can you leave behind? What did you love about this year? And what do you want more of? How can you show up for yourself in ways that you haven't been able to yet? What are three things that you could do? Be brave enough to learn about yourself, honor yourself as you change and let go of what no longer serves you and know that you are allowed to be someone who takes up space. You are allowed to be seen. You are meant to be seen. You are meant to be heard. You are meant to be loved. And you start that magnetism by seeing, hearing, and loving yourself. It is so inextricably true that love will find you wherever you go when you hold love for yourself. When you are not looking for it, that is when it comes in because you know that it is inevitable. It's what happened to me and in my life when I decided to do the self-discovery and work completely in my own connection to myself, prioritize that over everything. That is when the universe aligned me with someone who was doing the same thing and that alignment created a beautiful romantic alignment a relationship that I may have never even realized was possible before I started giving what I wanted from other people to myself without the desperation to get it from anyone else I was so okay with just feeling good on my own. I was so okay with the beautiful independence and love that I had created in my own heart, in my own space. But of course, the universe always wants to challenge us. And the moment that you're comfortable is when you are offered a situation where you are tested further to look inwards at your shadows and where there may still be open wounds that we need to let light through. And usually a relationship will fall into your lap and one that you can live in consciously co-create consciously take what you've learned by yourself into a situation with another person with other people with community around you and so as we end this year i want you to prioritize you i want you to get to know yourself i want you to fall in love with yourself i want you to be brave enough to do that and to witness how that feels because that will be the basis of all that you're able to create in the new year, setting the boundary, holding your space, moving with quiet confidence, taking time to find your words, taking time to receive, to listen, to connect, and to allow all of the beautiful unfolding to find you as you go inward to the beautiful unfolding of yourself. And you deserve to know how beautiful that is to be able to walk into a room as if you've been there a million times because you have yourself, you hold yourself, you got yourself. I want you to ask your yourself if you loved yourself what would your life look like and I want you to write that all down or think about it or talk about it to a friend or to yourself or to whomever and get really comfortable with the idea of what love means to you what your love feels like when you give it to other people and how beautiful that would feel if you gave it to yourself and then I want you to move with that. I want you to move through the world with that, move through conversations with that, move through connections with that, move through new, exciting situations with that, move through fear with that, move through pain with that, move through the knowing that you are bright and beautiful and powerful and that you get to decide 
who you let into your energetic space by aligning yourself with the energy that you want to feel. You don't need to wait for anyone to tell you it's okay to feel it. You don't need to wait for anyone to approve of you feeling it. You just have to decide that feeling that, feeling that connection to yourself, prioritizing your peace is more important than anything else. And sometimes for a while when we choose peace over people-pleasing and we've people-pleased all of our lives, then it's going to be lonely for a second. It's going to be jarring for other people who may have been walking all over your boundaries your entire life, but it's good. It's good because this means that they are witnessing change and that you are setting that boundary and holding that boundary and holding that space. It means that that commitment to being happy and not being identified with your struggle or other people's struggle is more important than superficial connections that may be based solely off of trauma responses and pain. Think about how you would treat someone that you deeply loved Think about how you would treat your inner child. Think about what your inner child deserves and then give that to yourself. Look in the mirror and celebrate yourself. Verbally affirm whether it's written or just out loud in a room alone the traits that you love about yourself, the things that you love about your body. This is going to be hard if you've never done this before, but that comfortability to own your receiving of love And your ability to know that love is always available to you comes from looking at yourself in the mirror, looking at yourself in your eyes and knowing that you deserve the love that you give. You deserve the love that you desperately want in this world and that you can give that to you and the rest will follow. Love will follow you no matter where you go. And the more deeply connected that you are to yourself, the more that you are able to connect with others more deeply, form relationships that are based off of the basis of beauty and true seeing of one another, the more that you are able to forgive people who've hurt you in your past and not allow them to hurt you again by setting the boundary, but still send them love because you know that everyone deserves love and the pitfall of us all is that we're all looking for it in the wrong places. You are lovable just as you are. You don't need to change. You don't need to transform. You just need to see that and the rest will fall into place. You need to hold space for yourself to believe it. You do not need to be the same as other people to be okay. Your uniqueness and your variation is your power, your gift, and your beauty. Allow yourself to be genuine with other people by letting yourself be simply as you are and see what follows. Know that not everyone's going to like you and know that that is so okay because it means that the people who are truly meant for you are going to find you. They're going to magnetize to you. You do not need the approval of others to be worthy. You do not need to keep other people's peace in order to create your own peace. You create your own peace by creating your own peace, keeping your own peace. Some days you will feel more connected than others and that is okay because you're human and it is okay to experience the feelings of rejection sometimes. It is okay to experience bad feelings sometimes. It's okay to hold space for those things. You know that they will fade, that you are stronger than any thought or feeling that you have. You are allowed to be imperfect. You are sometimes just gonna do your best. And guess what? That's all you can do. That's good enough. 2024 is the year of 
prioritizing your own peace, your own dreams, getting to know yourself so deeply that you fall in love with everything that you are able to create for yourself by feeling that connection. As we get into this year, I want you to think of the best version of yourself, what that looks like, who they are, what they do, how they show up in the world, and know that if you have created that version, if you've written it down somewhere, if you have it in your head, it's you. It's not that far from you. I referenced this in my last episode, but episode 24, a guide to breaking limiting beliefs and aligning with the highest version of yourself is a really good place to start when it comes to creating that alter ego that you can feel more and more aligned to every single day. I think it's a great episode to listen to as we end the year and we start thinking about what we want to shed and what we want to go forth with. And know that this does not have to be work. Know that this is simple. Know that it is just an act of space that you give yourself. It's just allowing yourself to be where you are and creating the space to even find out where that is. Asking yourself what you need and learning more about that every day and prioritizing that over what other people need. When you align with yourself, when you connect with yourself, when you prioritize yourself, everything will fall into place. And next week, the last episode of the entire year is going to be an ode to that version of you. As you sit this week and you really connect to this feeling of quiet confidence, this feeling of connectedness, this feeling of oneness, and yet a beautiful, unique ability to be your own, to hold your own, next week we are going to step fully into that creation and learn how to trust the process of this unfolding and the year with the biggest figuring shit out that there is, which is to simply allow, to simply surrender. This episode will be airing on Christmas Eve, so if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Merry Christmas Eve. Enjoy your time wherever you are. Take the time and space to rest. Take the time and space for yourself, especially if you're around family, especially if you're around maybe people who in the past have conditioned you into some of these responses and take the initiative now to start setting those boundaries, to start holding your space, to start being kind to yourself, to start prioritizing yourself without guilt, without people-pleasing mentality and know that when you are brave enough to love yourself you let so much love in in places you didn't even know it before you end a chapter and a million doors you didn't know were there just fling wide open so on this merry christmas eve remember that if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together then you don't have a life you have an act so go and live your fucking life Life is too short to hate yourself. Life is too short to live it for other people. Life is too short to spend it criticizing the bounds of who you are instead of fully accepting, honoring, and living in alignment with it. So go. Go live, reflect, love, enjoy, be present in your experiences this week and the next and end this year with the knowing that you are leaving what you do not need behind. I love you guys so much. I will see you next week for the last episode of the year. If you liked this episode, please tell me your thoughts. If you want to hear about anything more specifically in detail, let me know because I am planning episodes for next year and I want to get some guests on, some guests together. And I think that this would be a really wonderful topic to 
explore with someone else. So if there was anything that spoke to you very specifically that you'd like a whole episode about, this will definitely not be the last episode on confidence or learning your power, being able to reclaim your power. I'm figuring shit out just alongside all of you guys. So as I learn, I find that you learn and we're all learning at the same time and we all come together and share a collective conscious learning and it's beautiful and wonderful and amazing and I'm so grateful for this space and so excited for what the new year holds for this podcast episode and also for you in your beautiful wonderful expansive life thank you for being here thank you for listening I will see you guys next week ah bye you gotta look for the redeeming feature you gotta look for things to appreciate you gotta find a reason to make it okay where you are no I've got to strive and struggle and try that's what I've been taught Growth and expansion is my quest. Now, that's inevitable. Whether it comes easy or hard is the question. The horrible truth is that it's an inside job. That if you're going to get that love and that respect that you've just so loved, that connect, that union starts inside. To every experience of growth, there is an equal and an opposite. And that equal and an opposite is what drives you to that light. So you have to start inwards. You have to start first within yourself.